we're going. I want to make sure we're, you know, providing content that, you know, helps people think, you know, whatever the right. subject turns into that whoever's here can, uh, yeah, <clears throat> bring something to the table to open even, you know, obviously my eyes and make right. me think about shit differently or yeah. help me understand something I didn't even know about right. or something I was lacking understanding in. So yeah, at least you that's know. where I'm kind of cautious about like, okay, if we're gonna have so and so on, what are they gonna bring to the table? What what do they have some knowledge in that would benefit listeners? I think uh, you never really know until someone's sitting in that chair and well, the conversation takes off. Because you know what I mean, like I, someone's got a whole <clears throat> life of living and experience, and since nothing's scripted or or like bullet points of everything we're going to go through and talk about because it's just such an organic conversation i mean you just don't know you know what i mean i i think like they always have some unique experience of something they went through in life that i didn't or you didn't or a unique perspective of it so i guess maybe looking for someone that's <laughs> that can articulate it you know yeah maybe I'm, right yeah. um i guess that would make sense but well, and the fact that, you know, to have some kind of, like with Adam, you know, I know yeah. I've I seen where his life was and what it turned into, you know, sure. the resilience, the, the, you know, introspective look inward that he yeah. had to change his life around and realize where his faults were and, you know, to make you something had better. already idea uh, of kind of where that probably go right and know. i could see how that could benefit people out there that right. are in his old situation and trying to figure out how to better their lives and sure. get out of that situation or they're going through a divorce and they think it's the end of the world like he did you know right. and realizing that oh you know, it's not the end on. of the world yeah. you know so someone like that that can share hmm. and that's what i mean like I, I just need some confidence in the guest that yeah. They actually have something to bring of value to the people mm. that are going to listen to it. Right. I know everybody has a story and everybody's lived a life and everybody has different experiences, but it doesn't mean necessarily they have value in those stories. That could help someone yeah. else unless they understand themselves. Right. Because if you're in a bad place and you're doing drugs and sleeping with prostitutes and fucking bouncing from job to job and you don't have your shit together. We can have somebody sitting here explaining that and someone's going to be sitting there on YouTube listening, drinking a beer going, sounds like me. Right. <laughs> okay, well, you know, if that person hasn't changed it, how does the person listening? Right. And that's more to what I'm saying. Yeah. I have no problem with, and I've thought about this before. It was actually what really got me thinking about the podcast is we went to a funeral and this lady there was 80, I'm guessing. Yeah. Very, uh, whew, I don't even know what word to use. Uh, very, very outgoing. This woman's obviously lived a colorful life. Sure. Because, you know, she asked me, you know, she's like, oh, you know. How are you related? No, you know, I'm like, oh, through so and so. She's like, you have no idea the amount of beer I drink in your aunt and uncle's basement. Right. They used to have the best parties down there, you know. And I was like, right then I thought, 
I wish I could sit down and record that lady's life because I could right. tell within five minutes of talking That's to her, this lady's had an interesting freaking yeah. life, right? Hmm. And I, that's something that I've even thought like, you know, that might be something we we'll have to talk about pursuing down the yeah. road because, you know, maybe you just sprinkle that in hmm. every three months. Someone like that, someone old right. <clears throat> that's lived, you know, very colorful life that it's had a lot of experiences and yeah, be interesting. What what you know you know you take someone that was born in. I just think you never right? you're never gonna you know. Are we rolling? Yeah. Don't hold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, been <laughs> so, going no. for a couple minutes. Happy birthday to my niece and happy birthday to my sister-in-law. Please like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, ring the bell for notifications. Yeah. We're on all the social media platforms. Yep. Help us out. Yeah. So, Anyways, back to yeah. where we were at. I, yeah, I just, I don't think you ever, I, I think people can surprise you sometimes, the stories that you can pull out of them that maybe they didn't even realize, you know, and, and kind of spin the conversation off. I, I know our conversations, most of the time, go in directions I didn't expect it to, right. you know, like, um, I don't know. I think. I'm not uh, saying there's not value there. Right. I just. I think that shot to, in the dark is kind of fun for me because <clears throat> going into it blind like that and just not even knowing. Of course, you know, with Adam, we had an idea. You know, me and him had had some mm -hmm. history because, you know, you kind of paired us up, helped me through some, some stuff. So we had an idea that it would probably, it would we'd go down that rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I think the idea of just setting someone down and having just oblivious, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of, kind of fun, <laughs> you know. To me, but yeah, yeah. I, I see your point. I'm not I saying, I'm not, saying, yeah, but. I, and I, yeah, I, I guess I'm just, at this point in my life, I'm trying to look for answers yeah. to questions I have, right? you know? Yeah, I mean, that was the whole idea of this, right, was to right. challenge you, challenge me, slow us down, make us think, hopefully get other people to think, right? right? Not tell them what to think, but just tell them to think, um, yeah. Yeah, and I, for sure. I, you know, and I have so many freaking questions, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how we get that, those kind of people on here, right, that right. can answer questions for us, that can sit down and maybe break apart, like, dreams, for yeah. instance, you know, and say, right. oh, well, this, this could be what, sure. you know, why you have this dream, this is, you know, could be some meanings behind it, you know, this could be, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. It'd be interesting to get that kind of person on. Right. Hmm. It'd be kind of interesting to get someone that could drill down on economics on. Right. Right. Because we have someone that's stronger with it than I am or you are. Right. Right. Because right. we had our uh, meeting at work the other day for our open enrollment for yeah. health benefits and our uh, our four hundred one k guy was there and right. it was. And he briefly talked, and he was like, again, I'm not an economist, so I don't know, right? Right. But my spidey senses are tingling right now with this economy. Sure. Okay. And he was like, uh, obviously, he was, was, he was he painting a nice picture of... Bullish. Well, he, yeah. you know, he's saying we understand it's, you know, we're, you know... We're, you know, we're probably in a recession, and, you know, on average, recession ad, 
last about 14 months. Right. You know, we're 12 months into this one, acting like we only have two more months, and then mm, we're going to be going up. Yeah. And, I don't know about that. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, maybe. For the but, typical recession. Right. I don't think this is the typical <clears throat> right. one. Right. And though, that's. Right? But, I mean, it's their job to put the happy spin and, you know, keep I people get, pouring money into, you know. And I get, it is a great buying right. opportunity. If you have the extra money, sure. it is a great buying opportunity. It might be better two months from now. Right. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm still contributing to my 401k because right. obviously I'm getting more shares per dollar now than I was sure. in 2019, right? Right. So... And I, anyone I get that's forecasting out, right? Because right. me and you dug into that once about, you know, um, investment and 401ks and just how many people lost their ass. Um, and if you got time to recover, I mean, mm -hmm. like long-term looking out, just those are long-term investments. Right, right, right. The people I felt bad for, and I meant <laughs> to circle back to that during that podcast was like, the people that were that were at that age, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. that they're getting ready to close out now, and now they can't, you know what I mean, like, oh, I, I felt bad, because there was a lot of wealth that just poof, was gone, but, you know, <laughs> if I would have been that, 65, I would have been pissed, you know, well, if you have a good financial advisor, even the way mine's set up, by the time I'm to 65, yeah. in my retirement, it, it's progressive, right? Yeah, so the younger you are, the more aggressive, the more aggressive it, it automatically is. They start makes transitioning it, it, yeah. those stocks right. out. Right. right. So by the time you're 65, it's like... But some know. of them people are picking their own, right? Right. And right. That's, that, right. that's the danger. And they, need, they should have consulted yeah. with their financial advisor. And luckily, my work offers that. That guy right. comes in like every quarter, and you can have one-on-one yeah. -on -one meetings with him. Yeah, that's cool. And, you know, and he'll tell you where you're at and where he thinks things are going, and... So I'm not just, saying, it I'm just not, sucks I'm not watching wealth disappear from, you know, especially from yeah. middle class. Yeah. Like I, there's just not much of a middle class left, you know? And I, I don't know. I kept seeing these reports about, you know, seniors or, or elderly people just flooding back into the workforce. Yeah. And, and I thought, well, you know, I, I haven't seen a lot of that myself. Yeah. So I started paying more attention and I was like, wow, you know what? I, I am seeing more of that. And it just, I mean, I guess it gives them something to do. I'm sure some of them enjoy it, but, man, it just seems so ass backwards that, you know, in your end days, you, you I just wish no one was stressed then. You know what I mean? Okay, like, but we're, and you're right, for the people that have to, I feel terrible, but yeah. not everyone has to. No, That's not everyone. Because I know, I know, I know. Gosh, it's hard to say the number right now. I, just off the top of my head, I know three retirees that yeah. still work. Because after the first year or two of, yeah, it's like, okay, now what am I going to do, right? right? Like, I took a couple vacations. Yeah. I've slept in. I've, and we've you know, I've done this and that. Like, okay, two years, two years. Yeah. And what I think is happening now is people are living longer. Now, they don't want to necessarily be tied to a nine-to-five, you know, limited vacation time. I right. think they're more casual where they still can get up. They can go do this job, maybe something a little more rewarding with helping others, you know, but they're still getting yeah, a little pay the right, and they're still, you know, the but right they're, not, they're not tied to, to where it's a financial right. necessity. Like one of the people that I knew that ended up back in there was 
and there, there's a couple of them that just are in these low-paying jobs that they're not treated very well. And, I mean, like, the one defense I guess they have is, like, you know, Bill Farrell is, well, I don't, I don't really need this job. I'll just I'll quit, you mm -hmm. know. But, but people that age typically don't because they're hardworking anyways mm -hmm. and, and more responsible. And some of them technically really can't quit. Like, they, they need that subsidized, right? They, they need to fill in that well, gap. But, I mean, they can they can bluff their way through it, it. But it just seems like some of them people are not. If, if you can find something you really enjoy doing and, you know, you're supplementing your income a little bit and it gives you something to, you know, get up every day. Because yeah. we talked about that. You know, right. people that just have no reason to get up, they tend to not live right. as we long. Right, we brought the statistics right? up, yeah. right. <clears throat> so... That, that sedentary um, lifestyle leads to a quick death, especially it, the older you are. I, I hope that a lot of them people that are doing it are doing it because they want to and not because they have to. But I guess but, the other end of it is it, it did help the economy some because somehow we lost a, a chunk of workforce. Like, mm -hmm. you know, no one can can hire enough people. They just don't seem to be there all of a sudden. And, and some of those seniors are kind of backfilling those mm -hmm. positions. But I, I just hate to just... You know, well, go through a drive-thru to get a cheeseburger and you see some, you know, 78-year-old person working in there that probably doesn't want to be. And this just, is where... Know, that sucks. I feel bad for him. And, you know. And this is where little sirens go off my head is yeah. when I see the corporate media talking about this. Sure. Okay, so then I'm automatically, I start getting suspicious when they right. start pushing the narrative of, all these seniors have to go back to work because they can't afford right. it. And then I said the three seniors I know that are retired are doing it because they want to, right. to have something to do. So automatically, you know, my little conspiracy switch starts going, sure. okay, what's the real story here? Are they, how is, how is the media manipulating this? Probably somewhere in the middle, I would imagine. You know, like I said, probably right. lies in the middle. I believe you can only go on so many vacations, do so much shit. For so many years, five, six years of complete freedom from not being right. tied to a job before you're like, well, I, I might live another 15 years. What am I going to do now? Right. Like, I'm just kind of. And some do it for, you know, so to bring back a social life. Right. right. Like, exactly. To, That's to what I'm saying. To get out. People, and to be able to talk to, you know, other adults. God knows I, I can appreciate that desire. Right. right? Um, of just human adult human interaction you know and I, I spend a lot of my time talking to a two-year-old so so then it's a treat to talk to you know <laughs> an adult. so like i said i feel terrible for anybody at yeah. that stage of their life <clears throat> that has to work but then are we free people to make free choices or are we going to move into socialism to right. where so what do we do here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you oh, can't yeah. have it. No doubt, man. I'm not arguing for like some government intervention and, you know, you know me. The, I know, the less but, government, you know, the better. But, but, but that's where... It's just, it it when still start... doesn't stop me from noticing something that's just, it's just sad to see. You know, I just, I'm not saying it shouldn't be allowed. Like, you know, we we should be free to, to succeed or fail right. ourselves. Right. You know, I don't, I don't want some big thick huge safety net you know encompassing every aspect of your life I, obviously right. there's got to be some sort of basic safety net which we do right which, which we have security but, and right medicare yeah. and so um, how do you know i think it's education again you know yeah. it's just well, it's 
We need better sure. financial education earlier sure. in school. They used to teach it. Yeah. No. But they've still never really even I they took economics I took it. economics yeah. but there wasn't a financial guy you know, they didn't pound it into year right. after year have a financial guy come in. Sure. Now both my employers have my previous yeah. employer every year a financial guy came in and pounded into us about investing and saving right. and keeping your debt low. But that wasn't until later in adulthood. Yeah. Like by then a lot of people's already acquired debt and right. you know. And so I think that's something that needs to be Me, I'm gonna end up working till I tip over. You know, I, I've accepted that. Like like we brought up social security, the safety net. Yeah. You know, will it even be there when either one of us are old enough to collect on it? Who knows? You know, they, they robbed the fund so bad. You know, right. taking money out of there, allocated to other shit. Like, I, I think, you know, if that's our safety net, it should be untouchable. Yeah. Just that's what it's for. Yeah. The government keep their dirty little mitts out of it. Right. They're, they're not going to borrow against it, you know, to, to prop up something else. Like, yeah, we could definitely do a better job, you know, making sure that the net we do have is, is good. But, yeah, I think people should be free to, to succeed or fail on their own. You know, I don't I don't want the government infiltrating every aspect of my life because they know better. I don't I don't believe they do. I think, you know, better about your life than anyone else. So let you make the choices you're going to make. Right. And it is sad, though. It is. But that's when, back to where, you know, we kind of I don't know how we keep get, I keep getting hooked in the spiral of personal accountability but yeah, yeah again, like i'm not blaming anybody for my financial decisions right i wholeheartedly accept them i don't blame the government i don't blame the school i'm a grown-ass adult i right. know when i spend money if i have the money to spend or not sure i make those decisions nobody made them for me yeah especially your day-to-day -day, you know life and living i, I think that obviously the government does have some impact on the economy and you know we we trust elected people to help manage our country right yeah. and you know they're thieving and robbing and just making piss poor decisions and and i've learned the older i've gotten <laughs> the more i've learned that a lot of them people that we trusted in there are just really not that smart no. they're, they're just not smart no. people and Shame on us for electing them, you know, I, I guess. that That's where our personal accountability comes into play. But, uh, man, when you just see a lot of wealth disappear, like, you know, things are good. And then the people that's managing the, the country are making bad decisions. And mm -hmm. you, you watch that, that wealth. How come it's never their wealth <laughs> that disappears? You know yeah. what I mean? It's always oh, yeah. out of the, the middle class and the low class. Like, 100%. You know, it just, it's just such a crooked system sometimes well, that, you know it frustrates me yeah you, yeah i i completely agree i don't know uh, so 720 billionaires in the U.S.? 720 billionaires in the U.S. And you think that 87,000 IRS agents are needed to... To look over 720? Right. Oh, we know where that's going, right? right? Yeah. 
I, I, I seen a, a video. It was it was actually the what's going on over in China with the new lockdown, and you know they had the police come through, and they're all in their suits and shit. And uh, and someone said, "Here's the the eighty seven thousand IRS agents coming in to to look after the billionaires." You know, we know who and, they're gonna attack. See, and, and here's the problem too, because they haven't been open and transparent about what they're hiring them for. Right. No, you're getting a runaround, right? I haven't seen them say, hey, this is why we needed 87,000 new agents. Because right. of said whatever, yeah. right? So then, you know, the conspiracies run wild because nobody knows. No one knows. And that's the problem with not being open and transparent. Right. People make up their own right. justifications for it, right? But then they get upset and say, oh, so-and-so is spinning wild right. conspiracies. Well, no shit. What do you expect them to do? Right. You're not telling them what they're... They're just throwing shit at the wall just as, you know... Again, to... now my spidey sense and, and my, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole in that one. Uh, as soon as I heard that they were armed and being trained with firearms, I thought, well, really? For some accountant that's going to sit behind a desk and figure out who cheated their taxes and then send them a bill in the mail? Like, why are these guys, why are they armed? Hmm. Really? Armed IRS agents, and anyone thinks that's a good idea? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my conspiracy theorist brain kicked off when, when I heard that. You know, it was bad enough that they're hiring 87,000 IRS agents. New. New, yeah. Right. On top of... what I don't yeah, even know what is there to begin with, but... Uh, and then you're going to arm them? Like, yeah. Uh, why? Why do they need a firearm? You know, yeah, I... at the same time, they're telling you, you don't need one. I don't need one. No one else needs one. But these guys need one. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I, sometimes I think we're not far from, you know, them showing up to weld the door shut on our homes. You know, uh... I, I think we're, we're closer to that part of the spectrum than we're not. You know, I Ooh. think so. It's a good question, I guess. Yeah. I lean the other way. I think they know they don't have the power. And that's why they couldn't get any of their mandations. You see, all right. the mandations in New York and shit, all that shit's gone now. Yeah. Hotels and right. restaurants, all that shit's gone. We got close to the edge. Sure. But this I think they realize, like, we better not push them much further because we, we clearly cannot do this. But I still see people... Yeah, man, I gotta watch how I say things because you know we're probably already shadow banned. Oh, well, we but, know that. Yeah, right? we can't um, even pick up a follower on Instagram. I know. You I, know, that's terrible. Uh, a lot of people willingly just gave it up, man. I yeah. see. To me, I'm on the other end where I think it emboldened them. Like I just, I just read a report in New York. It, they're they're trying to make hate speech illegal. Okay, so what's hate speech? Who who's gonna determine that? You know, and then what happens if you say something on YouTube that someone in New York's watching, like, do they have jurisdiction now to, to come into another state and arrest you? So to me, I, you know, I seen some of these people that did the heavy handed lockdowns and yeah. things like that. They got reelected. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that says, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of on the knife's edge going yeah. either yeah. way, you yeah. know. Like, and I can see that. Yeah. I'm not naive to the fact, but. When push came to shove, I think they found out they couldn't sure. get away with as much as they well, obviously right. they couldn't, yeah. right? So I still think they know in their minds that they're only going to push it. So they far. they only have so much power and so much control. 
Right. Well, I mean, they China's a different story. We, we allow them to China, have, but China's and they're going through. Mm-hmm. They have their own issues right now, right? right? With protests and. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not looking good there either, right? No. And well, people are pushing back. Right. You know, they want freedom. And right. I, I think. I don't know. Maybe they push them so far that you know the pendulum swings back and forth. But but I got to think that six years ago, had anyone predicted this, like we all would have laughed and said, "Nah, they not in this country." Mm-hmm. And they they went a lot further than what a lot of people thought they could have. So to me, I, I think we're still further down the road that direction than I'm comfortable with for sure. You know, like while we're on the subject, yeah. When there was a lockdown, mm-hmm. were you still working? No, I was okay. I was on medical leave. My employer gave me a piece of paper for my vehicle in case yeah. I got pulled over. Right. Now I've never heard. I've never had to explain to me what that piece of paper meant. Right. Okay. Way so this is my so. own theory. Yeah. That was in case martial law got enacted. Right. Those were your papers to be out. Sure. That's what I believe. That's, I agree. And I don't know how many people even realize that. Right. I don't think it was. Cause your it ne- hall pass. Right. right. They, they sold it like a hall pass, like, you know. Because, you, know, you know what I'm saying? They rolled it out like. As a just-in-case measure. Right. Because I remember my employer saying, hey, i got to give you this piece of paper. Right. So my ex-wife had one. But I think right? that was, it wasn't for the police. I knew one person that, that was pulled over and asked for. Really? Yeah. One one person I knew. No. But, you know. but my, okay, but okay, <clears throat> let me back you up here one second. Because there was no order. The governor even said, right. take a drive. Take a drive in your car. This it was is real why conflicting this, because they're saying don't what? go up north to your cabin, but okay. take a ride. Okay, like, right. And they said so you, you, you can go to the to store, do? get yeah. your groceries, you can get gas. Mm-hmm. We just don't want a bunch of extra. Okay, right. so if it's okay for me to take a drive whenever I want, and they can't pull yeah. me over just for taking a drive with my wife on a Sunday, right? They can't pull me over for going to the local big box store to get groceries, right? Right. They can't pull me over for going to the doctor, right? Yeah. So what was that paper really for? I think that was if it was true. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because I, I don't I understand we how, that, how that person get pulled over if it was okay to take a drive. Right. It was okay to go to the store. It was okay to go to the pharmacy. It was and okay I think to... they, they left it kind of mucky on purpose because they said, don't drive, but then you can drive, Right. Then they were, you know, you could take your boat out. Well, they said don't take any unnecessary trips if you don't have to. But if it's a Sunday and you need to get out of the house, take a drive, but don't necessarily stop at every party store between your house and where you're going. But don't go up north to your cabin. So it was very conflicting and confusing, and I think they did that on purpose so that they could could say the rule is this. You know, we said it two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And how could you even argue it? Because technically they did say don't drive. But in the other hand, they said do drive, that it's okay to. So to me, it was not having clear, defined rules was one of the things that drove me nuts during that time was none of this makes any sense. You know, you Mm -hmm. you contradict yourself 
in, in the same press conference, mm-hmm. you know, um, tell people it's okay to, to go fishing, but it's not okay to go to the beach. Like, mm-hmm. uh, how does that make any sense? You know, like, uh, yeah, I, I hope to God we never go through something like that again. Um, we'll see. It wasn't, you know, yeah. It was, it was terrible. It was, and I'll tell you, five years before that, I, I think a lot of people would have never believed that Americans would have even went along with that. Because, yeah. you know, we're kind of a rebellious society by nature anyways, right? You know, so. Well, I think the only reason we went along with it is because all the extra money. That helped, for sure. Yeah. I think I mean, it was yeah, all the paying extra people money. off to just sit home and, you, you know. You could order your shit from Amazon. Yep. You could have your groceries ready for pickup. Remember yep. every store? They still yep. got it now. They where still you can, got it. You can order online. Mm-hmm. You pull up to the number. You call and say, I'm parking spot number five, and they bring it right out, and right. they put it in the back of your car for you. Yeah. So I think had we not had, had we been... Had it been like China where had people we, were, were, you know, throwing had, refrigerators off the balcony because they're empty and, you know, yeah, I think. Had we been in a recession and then yeah. gone into that and right. they didn't have the ability to print money or whatever, yeah. I think it would have been, been a lot, lot different. Worse. I think you would have seen more rioting. You would have seen. Right. Because when. Could have got them to crack down even harder. I, yeah. I don't know. Man, it's. We'll see. I mean, we're on the edge of it now that, you know, you hear them talking about it. Oh, there's the possibility that, you know. The resurgence, and we're gonna have to, you know, go I don't back think to some of those. For it now. I think, I, I think that, I, I, I think it's been exposed for what it is. Yeah, I think there was enough. More there was enough. Back. There was enough fear before. Yeah. That they get away. I didn't know. I, I took all the precautions. I did rubber gloves, wiping groceries. Yeah. I had no problem with a we, week or two. We man. didn't know. You know Flatten the curb. Well, oh, even a couple, like, even the know. first couple months, you know, but, until the information started getting out, you know, like yeah. I was cautious too. I, you know. Yeah, but, it's. I hope we don't go no. through that again. That was miserable. So I got here the same time you did. Yeah. I went to a funeral this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry you know, about that. Oh, it's hard. Someone close to you? Oh, uh, former co-worker yeah. from my previous employer, so. That sucks. Yeah. Sorry for your loss, Oh, man. it's all right. I feel bad for his family. Yeah. I, you know, we weren't, you know, I mean. You right. know, it is, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, it ain't about me. Right. It's about him and his life. But I, it's so fucked up. It, it, you know, like, when Adam was here, he told that story about his grandfather. You remember yeah. the story he told about his father when they're standing out in front of the church there and people driving by? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I was sitting there and I'm. They had friend, you know, friends come for the first hour and then it was family yeah. after for the remainder of the service. So it was nice because it wasn't too busy and they had right. two nice full size movie screens playing just some oh, music man. and uh, pictures of his whole life, right. you know, from you know being a baby and. That's cool. Yeah, and I, I'm looking at it, you know, and I, it took about a half hour to get all the way through it, which was yeah. really nice because I it gave me more of a understanding of his life right right then i looked at my watch and i'm like i get home get the studio fired up and yeah. i got a podcast to do today you know right. and uh, you know i was on my way home and i stopped and i grabbed a couple things at the store and it's like only for a brief moment 
Yeah. Do, do does it life stop right when right. you pass? Only yep. for a brief moment does life stop, and then it just just like a slingshot just takes yeah. right back off. It was one of the things for me that was always kind of hard when when you lost someone that was close to you, especially like you know life kind of it it pauses, it kind of kicks you, knocks the wind out of you a little bit, and and you're kind of stagnant for a minute. But you watch life around you just go on like that yeah. person was never even really here, yeah. you know. And God, that always bothered me, kind of messed with my head a little, you know. Like, yeah. wow, you know, I I guess it's you know, life goes on. Right, right? across the road, when I was pulling out of the church, right yeah. across the road, the, the people had their living room window open, Christmas tree yeah. up. I seen people moving in the house, like their life's going on, didn't miss a beat, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, such a weird feeling to first me. Thing I, you know, first thing I thought was that story Adam told on yeah. podcast episode ten. If you guys haven't caught it, go back and check that out. Yeah, it was a great great episode. But yeah, his dad telling him that you know, like, hey, <laughs> yeah, look at all these people. You know, right. like they they're oblivious to what's happening right here, right now. Yeah, you know, and all the people that really knew this person, their life only pauses for. And in, in time, it's it's not yeah. even a blimp in right. time. It's it's just yeah. a, a momentary pause in your life because you knew that person and you just yeah you get right back to doing what you're doing just like we are right now, right? Right. Well, I wasn't. mean, I guess if anything, if you've really touched some people, hopefully they they carry you along with them and, they do. In, in, in their thoughts at least. You I know. know. But I yeah, it. they got to get back to kind of life though. Right. I, it I, doesn't, it doesn't stop. I, I still you know. wear a cross urn every day yeah. with my dad's ashes in it. Right. So I, I get it. Right. Yeah. But I'm still, still living life. You right. Know? And you know? at first the it pause, kind of bothered me because uh, it felt like it was cheating that person. But then I got older. I, I realized like that's the way of honoring the people you love that you lose. What would they want for you? Right. You know what I mean? They yeah. wouldn't want you depressed, sitting in, in your room in the dark, you know, bawling your eyes out for five years. They'd want you having your best life. Right. right? And right. and to think about them and smile. Think about funny stories and happy stories. You know, like I, I lost both of my parents and both of them were outdoors people. So obviously, you know, when, when I hunt, I, I also had a couple of uncles that were, you know, real predominant roles in my life of fishing and hunting and I can't be out in the woods and in the tree stand without thinking of those people. But, uh, and I remember when, when they first passed, I thought I, I never do that again. Like I'm just done. I, I can't hunt. I can't fish. It's, you know, um, and, and it took a second for me to realize, no, no, no. Those are the things I need to do. Those are the things I'd want my sons to keep doing. Right. And, and to think about me, go out in the woods shoot that deer and smile. Think about some of the deer me and you shot together, you know, the funny stories. we Some of the funny stories me and you have had throughout the years of, mm -hmm. you know, out raccoon hunting and me falling on my ass. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was that stretch. Every time we went out and hunted, like I would end up falling and <laughs> my balance was so terrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we, we got some great stories and you know, if I passed before you, I would want you to to, to think about those things and smile and, you know, not be sad and, and crushed. So. Well, and how unfair would it be to your kids and how many memories wouldn't they have is if when someone passed in your right. life, you stopped doing all yeah. these things. Right. Yeah. It's a good way of looking at it right there. You'd be robbing them of all their potential. 
right. happy moments, you know. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because if you stopped hunting, they would have never went hunting. They would never get those right. memories or whatever it is. You know, if you couldn't get out of your room, you couldn't get up in the morning because all you did was drink yeah. alcohol and indulge in sweet foods and just watch TV because yeah. you couldn't deal with life. Well, now what kind of life are your kids yeah, having? Exactly. Yep, you know? so it's a way of honoring them people that you lose along the way. And, you know, none of us live forever. We're all going to go at some point, you know. And I, I hope that when I go, like, there's my my kids have a whole head full of memories and, and things to smile about, you know. I that's if, if I can be on my deathbed and look back and go, hey, you know, I, I spent good time with people that I loved, that were good people, and made a bunch of good memories I, I think i'll be okay you know like because i'm not i'm not afraid of dying at all um i know i know where i'm going when i pass but uh i think if there was any fear it would with regret you know what i mean i, I don't want to lay on on a deathbed and, and have a bunch of regrets i should have done this i, I should have been better at that i'm I'm trying to do that shit now. And that's know? kind of where I yeah. am too. Like I'm starting to really look <clears throat> and say, like, I guess it's just a coming of age thing. It's a middle age thing where you it's start realizing, be. like you had said in a podcast, there's the potential. There's more days behind you than ahead of you, right? Right. So now you start going, you start realizing like you really only, it, as cliche as the statement is, but you only have one life. That's right? it, man. And it's like make it your best one. Right. So how going forward, what do I need to do? Because it right. it's be starting to become very real that the odds that, start changing. Right. Even yeah. driving. You know, you've been driving thirty years. Mm -hmm. I mean, after thirty years of driving safely from here to there every day, all over hell. So, I mean, what's the chances of a bad wreck happening and you not surviving it? You know, I spent years as a as an emergency medical technician, mm -hmm. and I was one of the things that actually surprised me is how many people actually died in my community every day. That you know, you just it's a, it's a big city or town, you you don't really realize how many people actually die, and and there was quite a few that were just car wrecks that were <clears throat> unexpected. It wasn't medical, or, you know, it was just someone turning or running a stop sign or, you know, so you start thinking not only health wise, are there more days behind me than ahead of me, but you know, the longer I drive without a wreck, the greater the chances is that I'm going to have one, you know? It, yeah. I, I think all of it's a big mind fuck, you know, really. But, um, I just don't want to have a bunch of regrets. You know, I, I want to be able to look back and say, you know, I, I tried really hard to be a good person. I, I made a bunch of good memories. I'm okay, you know. That's surprising. In our state, only 1,131 people died in car accidents last year. Wow, that's pretty good. I'm shocked. You I thought know? that number would be five yeah. times that. Yeah, I would have thought so, too. I'm shocked. Because in, in the, the, the the city that I was in, I mean, it was, it was pretty common to... And that's to up. be on one a day just for the ambulance that, <clears throat> that you were working on to end up with one fatality a day from a car wreck. I mean, they're just, there was a lot of car accidents. I didn't realize how many car wrecks there really were, you know, in, in that city. So um, it was one of the things that just surprised me, you know. Which that's up, what, three? Mm, yeah. 150? Right. Yeah. 150 from the previous year, something like that? Mm. 
which is still now, too now you, wrong, you also so. got to understand though too that's that's 19 to 21 there wasn't as much driving going on sure. in that time yeah. frame right a lot of yeah. people are staying home and you know yeah um that is true i i'd be curious to see what well, 22 what, so, yeah, what that'll be but yeah, you just you never know. Tomorrow's not promised, and you know I I want to make today my best day, and you know um, make sure that I'm I'm slowing down enough because I, I get in a hurry in my mind, you know, and it's always it's always traveling at light speed, and and you know things I need to do, things I want to do, things I think I should do, and yeah. you know it's just this this mess of it's like spaghetti noodles, you know what I mean? You can't see one end to the other. It's just a pile of twisted up. It's how my thoughts get sometimes. And I've been trying to be better about just, you know, slow down, you know, did take a minute and make sure that I'm, I'm checking these boxes as my day goes on, you know, um, did, did I reach out to my kids? Did, you know, like, um, when was the last time I checked on my adult son? What the hell is that kid doing today? You know what I mean? Like, cause it was really easy to get distracted and go, well, you know, he'll get a hold of me. He'll get yeah. a hold of me, right? Yeah. And uh, now now I, I understand more. <laughs> My mom used to drive me nuts, man. She'd call me every single day, you know, and like, how you doing, baby? And I'm thinking, Ma, you know, like, I love you, but I'm not a baby, right. you know. And then I, I realized, like, nah, I am your baby. Right. I'm always going to be your baby. No matter how old I get, yeah. I'm still that I'm I'm your baby you know and um she she'd have a dream and she'd be like you know like and I'd always know cuz she'd call and say you know hey just take take it easy while you're out driving on the roads today you mm -hmm. know I'd say ah you, you had a bad dream did you a car wreck or something and um but I kind of understand that more now the the older I get the more I understand where she was coming from with that just wanting to stay involved in my life, know where I'm at, you know, because your, your kids get to be adults and all of a sudden it's like, who are they with right now? You know, you, you don't know. You don't know where they're at. Like when they're living at home, you kind of got, you oversee everything, right? So you kind of know who they're with, where they're at. Hey, I'm, I'm going to go to the store with John. Okay. Uh, be back in two hours, you yeah. know, um, by dinner time. You kind of, you have, I don't want to call them controls, but it's definitely overseeing, managing, helping yeah. manage their life. And then when they get older, they're just, they're, man, I, you got to trust that you just, you planted good seeds and, you know, hopefully they're making good decisions when they're out on their own and they're not doing stupid shit like drinking and driving. And, you know, it's, yeah, I, I almost got more scared the older my kids got, the more worried I was which was backwards to what I expected it to go you know I, I always thought like the worry is when they're little oh my god put everything up or, could they choke on this can they climb that and flip that down on them like you know they're not afraid of heights they're gonna fall and break their neck you know and you worry about that as a parent so bad once they get older it'd be easier and to me it almost got harder you know yeah. and it was weird just really bizarre you know you said something you said you know like They'll always be your baby or your kid. Mm -hmm. And the first time I I realized this, and I know this is just a movie, so calm down, everybody out there. <laughs> but in Grumpy Old Men, oh yeah, yeah the, I like that. The really old guy, yeah, the one that played Mick and Rocky, yeah. And I don't remember what what his son's name was, but uh, they're all on the ice, and he he'd said to him, he goes, 
How would you know? You're just a damn kid. Right. But the son's like 70 years yeah. old, but he's like 90, <laughs> he's you know? Like, right. You know, like, yeah. he's like, you're just a damn kid. But then I realized, like, it, for whatever reason, in that moment, and this is, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, yeah. when I saw that, I thought, holy shit. He sees him still as a kid because he's got 20 more years life experience. More it years. don't matter. It don't There's matter if he was difference. he was 30 and his son was 10. Yep. Or if he's 70 and his son's 50 or he's right. 90 and his son he's got 20 more years of yeah. life experience. So and he's you're always, always going to look it. at them like yeah. You know, like they're younger, they're a kid. Yeah, you'll learn, you'll get there, yeah, you'll see you know, someday. Even, you'll even at that out, age, right? it was yeah, it was just really eye-opening for me. Like, holy shit, you know, you're yeah. always gonna view it that way. That's kind of what I meant with my mom was, you know, there's always gonna be that difference, no matter how old I get. She's always gonna be older, wiser, lived through more, you know. So nothing. I was, well, at that funeral today. One thing that scared the shit out of me is that guy is only ten years older than me. Yeah, I thought, like I'm sitting there, and I didn't. I knew how old he was because I saw the obituary. Right. But when I was sitting there, like when the when the pictures would start back over, yeah. they had a picture of him and it had the date year yeah. he was born, year he passed. And I saw the year he was born. I'm like, it was exactly 10 years before yeah. me. I'm like, holy shit, there's a chance I can only have 10 years left? Yeah, like, or five. I just it, seen like, some I mean, just in that fact, though, because, like, you know, I can put it together. It's like, I could potentially only have 10 years yeah. left. Like... I just caught an cool. obituary on social media. It was someone that I didn't know, but someone I knew knew this person and had posted the obituary. And um, she was whew, six years older than me. Now, holy shit. And natural, natural causes. It wasn't <laughs> like a car wreck or anything. And it's like, wow, man, you just, you never know. You know, yeah. I mean, and then. And I don't know what happened There's people here. that are younger than us that, that passed. I haven't talked you know, to anybody. You know, find out what happened. It's unfortunate either way, but when yeah. I saw the date he was born, I was just like, "Holy shit!" Right. Like, well, and then you had said, "Uh, I know where I'm going when I die." Mm -hmm. And I was thinking the other day, like, yeah, <laughs> when, when. When we crucified Jesus, was God just like, I'm checking out, you dickheads are on your own, I yeah. give you a chance, like, you know luck what? with it. Yeah, you would think. Does that blood <clears throat> on all of our hands now? Like, that's yeah. a scary thought, I mean, you know, right. I, I was just sitting there thinking about it the other day, I, I was listening to something, and talking about the crucifixion of Christ, yeah. and then my mind just starts wandering, I'm like. Things have gotten better, yes, but man, it seems like, I, I don't know, like... I, I think people got so bad that to just, you know, to, to, to give some burnt offering or sin offering of a, a bull or, or lamb, um, just the blood couldn't cover our sin anymore, so, I mean, he, he was, Christ was our lamb, you know, and, and the Christian belief, that's... Right. Christ was, you know, our sacrificial lamb because it, it took that position, that the, the Son of God, the blood of the Son of God, to even cover our sins. Because 
you know, people are flawed, you know, just even the best of us, you know, I, I guess the way I always looked at it was none of us deserve to go to heaven when we die. Uh, it was because of the passion, the crucifixion of Christ that, you know, allowed us to, but yeah, I, I mean, with religion and just such a deep rabbit hole to, to dive into, um, you know, I, I started reading the, the, the book right. you know, from cover to cover. Right. I, I've read it on and off throughout my life, but never cover to cover like that. And I, I'm almost done. Like, almost. I, just just a little bit left. Um, it's been different. It's been a different experience reading it that way. Um, some really good stories in there. Uh, it's helped me, you yeah. know, kind of rediscover some things in me that I needed. Um Help me be stronger in, in areas that I just I needed to be stronger at. Um, I didn't realize it was such a deficit as as looking back I do now. Um, would have saved me some hardship I think had had I done this before. But um, you know what's funny? You, you look at that book and it's <laughs> it's a big book, right. and really it's it's there's an a reoccurring story over and over and over and over through that entire book is all just basically God telling people to behave and people not and then being punished and then, you know, repenting and doing good for a minute and then not behaving again, like a bunch of bad children. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of struck me like reading it from cover to cover to cover like that. Just this really is just a story of the father saying, be a good kid, man, do what you're told, you know, and we're just not good. at. Well, that. and that's what, that was, more to my point that, you know, he's, God's like, you know, I sent Moses down there with some simple rules. Just right. Here's ten, here's, ten, here's laws, ten rules. Follow these. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I'll send my son down. Maybe he can, you know, spread some word. Maybe right. he heals some people and shows you yeah, guys. Yeah, we call like, them teacher, right? Right. Well, a lot of people. Maybe I show, these. maybe I send him down there. He can show you guys that, you know. Right. But Christ predicted in, his outcome. You know, so I, I think that was his whole purpose was for that. And I, I think he knew that. And I think that's why when, when he went into the, the hills and the mountains and the devil appeared to him to try to, to talk him out of it, like he, he said, this has been written. The war's already been won. You know, like this is, he knew that that was what his purpose was and that he was going to have to go through that, even though the devil was trying to tempt him not to, you know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good book. I can tell you that it's it's a really good book. But that doesn't make like that doesn't make sense to me either. Like, why did he have to go through that? That's where these are questions I sure. have. Like, like if he's God, why why did he have? Why couldn't he just? Why did he have to die for our sins? Why couldn't he just say, "Look, I know you guys are flawed. You guys are a little dicked up in the head." Right. Ah. Uh, you know. I think because I know you guys want to crucify me, you guys want to kill me. That ain't how this gonna play out, homie. Right? You know, like yeah, you know. I think because I, if, I still forgive you guys, even though you're little shitheads. But. Because if if you do it that way, it cheapens the lesson. You know, I, I guess the way I look at it. But what I, I mean, it, we but. kill him, so he forgives all of our <clears> sins. It's like it seems like we got away with one. Well, I, I mean, it wasn't. Doesn't it? it? It was a sacrifice, right? So it was. 
his love, he could have, he, obviously he could have stopped it, right? He was the son of God. So like he, he created miracles himself. So he could have stopped that at any moment. It was to demonstrate the love for us, you know, that, that he went through that. And it wasn't just the crucifixion. It was the flogging and, you know, the torture he dealt with leading into the, the crucifixion. So um, I, I think there's a deep lesson in there for us. Some of it, I think our, our simple brains can't even comprehend. I, I think sometimes, you know, we, we struggle because there's just, there's parts of this we're not going to understand. <clears throat> right. But like I said, like trying yeah. to think of an analogy that would compare. It just seems like, Hey, you guys killed me. I forgive you. Like you guys got away with one. Right. We didn't get punished. For killing him all of our sins got forgiven for killing him like the some I, I think some people were punished for it though because it wasn't every human being that that crucified him right so right but how many, see, I how many really careful right how, how, how many allowed it to have how many right. cheered it on how many oh, sure. lined the path that well and, and, the and, cross when, and when when the Romans offered him up I mean they they gave the crowd the choice between the I, I think he was a murderer. It had been accused of murder or, you know, Jesus. Uh -huh. and, and, you know, the crowd picked the, the murderer to be set free, you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, I, I have a ton of questions right. myself. Like, I, yeah, you know, um, sometimes it's really hard because, like. It just worries me that maybe God gave up on us, like. Like, and I, I, I see, sure, but I think had God really given up on us, the world would be worse than it is. I, I think that there's there's a lot of good in the world still, and, and I think it's because God didn't give up on us and that continuing communication with, you know, because I, I believe, at least in my life, that I was being told to do certain things and I wasn't doing them, and... I think it was because of that why some of the things happened in my life the way the the events unfolded. Had I listened, I think I could have prevented some of that. Um, but I'm listening now, right? <laughs> I hear you <laughs> loud and clear. Uh, so there's still, to me, there's still that constant communication, and and I I, I pray a lot, obviously, and and I believe. I've had a lot of prayers answered. So to me, that, that tells me he hasn't given up on us at all. It just, you know, we're just brat children. That Isn't this a change of events? You're optimistic today and I'm pessimistic. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> Is it a full moon or what? Yeah, because lately we've been the other way. Because I, the way I've seen it lately is, we're made in God's image, right? Yeah. Most people just think that means that we look like right. this thing. But if we're truly made in his image, that means even in our minds and how we think right. and how we do things, like mm -hmm. we're made in his image. Right. Like if we make a robot, it's going to look like a human. It's going to emulate yeah. a human. It's going to talk like us. We're going to try to help it think as much, right? Yeah. It's made in our image. Right. So then I'm like, okay. Well, 
<laughs> that's a slippery slope. Yeah. Like, why do babies die? That's... Why do bad things happen to good people? Right. Because earlier when we were talking about death, one of the things that was in my thought was, you know, because we were talking, oh, we could only have 10 years. And I thought, how many how many kids have leukemia that right. never even got to live a life the way you did or I did? So, yeah. That's, I'm a very compassionate understanding. Yeah. And if I had control of things, if there's one thing I could stop, would be, it'd be babies and little kids yeah, from harm, dying. Harm to children, you know. Yeah. Not to let bad things happen to kids. Right. Yeah. That's the one question that I don't even want to try to answer that one because I think it's beyond my capable, well, capability then I start, of understanding. Then I start that. wondering, like, did God just give up on us? Right. And we're just here on our own. And But I think even even when, let's say we go back to an event where we know God hadn't given up on us, which was with Moses leading his people out of Egypt. A lot of bad stuff happened to kids then, you know, like that's where Passover came from. Yeah. So um, everybody's firstborn, even the animals, they're, they're firstborn. And that's where I'm died, confusing because so. the way I was raised and taught and preached to was God was so compassionate and, and understanding. But he's and also and, and very merciful wrathful. and it's like, but when you read the book, he's he's also very he, he tells you in the book, I'm a jealous God, and and he's I thought, he can be see, a very angry God. And this is what yeah. I understand because when I was the way I was raised in our faith, like God didn't have emotions like man right. did. He wasn't he wasn't yeah. angry. He wasn't you know it was just yeah he was I, in a zen state all the time where right. it was just peace, and that's what it was supposed to be when you go to heaven. It's just mm -hmm. it's just peace. Well, how can it be so much peace there if it's so much chaos? It's, I, right. I'm just. I, I think that when when you read it, <clears throat> there's I don't even know how many stories I've read where where God Himself has said like I'm a jealous God, I'm a wrathful God, like you know you anger me and and He didn't just smite a city like He put everybody to the sword. Men, women, and children. Right. And I was shocked because growing up, I had a simplistic way of kind of viewing that. That what do they call it? The hippy dippy Jesus, right? Yeah. Um. All's good. Everything's like you said, peaceful, and you know, everyone's floating around playing a harp on a cloud somewhere. And when I start reading these stories, especially now from cover to cover, when you know they're they're kind of going in in line, like. I thought, holy shit, like, these people didn't listen, and God allowed another group of people to come in and, like, murder them straight up, all of them. Yeah, I, I could almost see the soldiers, right? Because we watch movies, and it's like, you know, the soldiers are fighting, and, you know, hey, you're a soldier, you might die, right? Yeah. Uh, but the women and children, like, leave none alive. Right. And I... I was just like, wow, holy shit. Like, this, the Bible's brutal. That's right. It's confused. brutal. That's where. there's, And I, I think it's. But I also know in that book, it's demonstrated over and over and over again that even when you're being a bad kid and a butthead, if, if you stop, repent, 
try to be better. Like he's a merciful God that forgives you and, and sets those sins aside that, that they're not used against you later on. Right. Like he doesn't hold a grudge at all. Um, he just wants us to follow those rules, you know, and why though? What's the purpose? Why, why create yeah. man? Why create man and then tell him he's got to follow these rules, but a grizzly bear can eat a bear cub and yeah. reproduce with another bear. Like in the animal kingdom, right. none of this applies. Alligators can just rip another alligator's leg because off. And we it's were, just like, yeah, that foot. It, it, right. Wow. Like, you know. I, I just I'm I think because we were made in God's image, so you know we're the. But why doesn't he allow compassion in the animal kingdom? Why is it, yeah. you know, tooth, claw, and fang? Why is it right. that the most merciful death an animal dies is at the hands of a hunter? Why is every other death that die miserable? Yeah, if miserable God, you know, if if Noah's Ark and he's, you know, everybody's compassionate and they, you know, they they love and respect and. I, I, I'm just confused. Yeah, but I, I was reading stories I, even uh, yesterday, um, you know, in, in, a, uh, they, in one of the books that I'm in right now, they they built a temple and, you know, the, the offerings that's offered in, for, for God, you know, and it's like, I, I want, you know, three bulls, two rams, and a couple of kids from your goats without blemish. You know, so don't bring a lame goat and say, well, I'll just give God this one because, you know, this one sucks anyways. It's like he, he wants the good shit. Um, and I was thinking about the story about your brother butchering that chicken and how, you know, we're more sensitized to it, right? Like, it's harder for us. And, and I got to imagine as the further we get away from that, the harder it gets. Um, these people were just like... It reminded me of that scene in the movie Alexander where, you know, they, they bring a bull out. They're getting ready to go to war, and they're sacrificing this bull. And he puts his hand above it, and he, he opens his hand, and all this rice falls down the bull's face. And it distracts the bull, and as soon as it does, he cuts its jugular. And, like, you know, there's blood all over. And I thought, God, that's so brutal. Like, I, I couldn't imagine bringing an animal over to, like, a rock and just whacking it for that you know what i mean it just seems so alien to me well, because we're more i i would think compassionate to animals so i think when noah was was putting animals on the ark it wasn't the lovey lovey kid story that we're taught in in bible school it was because these animals were here for a purpose to to feed us to you know um i i think it was a lot different way of viewing animals than the way we view them today you know, uh, it was a... but I look, man, I'm I not a Bible scholar. So, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just a dumbass that reads. Um, and I, I take away from it, hopefully what the Lord wants me to, but, uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that's confusing. Sometimes I wish I, I had a teacher sitting next to me that I could ask, you know, um, yeah, you see this, you know, where the Aztecs yeah. <clears throat> slaughtered 84,000 people in four yeah. days. Yep, which I, I do watch to a lot of documentaries. The God. Yeah. Like, why does God want us to sacrifice? Right. It, it's now, Christians so would say, well, that's because it was a wrong God. 
Oh, know, we're still in sacrifice yeah, land. Because, I mean, they... At they, the temple. It's like, it's yeah. still one of God's creatures. Right. I, I don't understand. Yeah. You can be the best Christian in the world. You can be... I think you at could, the you time could, when they, they, they you, did that with animals, it was because an animal was wealth. Right? An animal was life. In those days especially, um... You know your your prize stock, like mm -hmm. you, you know, without those animals, you you'd starve. Mm -hmm. you, you wouldn't live. You wouldn't be able to to do your grain. You wouldn't be able to have meat. Um, so it was the idea of taking that something that you needed so desperately and sacrificing it and giving it to the Lord was the. It's the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. it, it isn't the death of the animal. It's giving it away, right? To to the Lord, it's sacrificing that animal from your life. Um, I guess it's a give and receive analogy. Yeah. Like, sacrifice your best yep. lamb and you'll go home and there'll be ten more there waiting exactly. for you. You know, God loves and a I, cheerful giver, right? And I know, you know, I know wealthy people say it seems like the more they give, the more they get. Like, they just fall into another deal. They fall yeah. into, you know, just money seems to come at them the more they give. Yeah. And I think, you know, even uh, there's some stories about that in the book, you know, just um, uh, a lady gave away just a little bit of money and was praised by the father and the rich people were like, you know, we've given way more than that. Why should she get praised and elevated to our level? She had nothing. She gave everything she had. Yeah. You have a lot. You're giving a small fraction, you yeah. know, give till it hurts, right? Sacrifice. And that's, I think, is what those animals represented then. And and we don't now because, you know, and Jesus. I'm not, but, and I, and I just want, I, I want people to understand, I believe in God. I believe, yeah. I, I can't believe this all just came from nothing. There was just Random. some big bang and nobody knows what caused the big bang. Yeah. There was for nothing. no reason there was nothing there was and then, nothing there's and then an a explosion. And, and then pond scum. Right. And then us. Let into microbes and right. single cell organisms and like yeah. all of a sudden, no, I, I don't believe in that shit one bit. No. It, me either. Something created yep. this. I get that. There's a design to it. My confusion is in the stories. Right. I think what's helped me is reading myself yeah. and, and, you know, look guys, I'm not getting on a soapbox preaching to anyone, believe what you're going to believe. Yeah. I'm not, I would never push my beliefs on anyone. I can just tell you like, I'll, I'll always answer the questions truthfully, what yeah. I believe, what I've learned. Um, I pray a lot before I read to help me understand what I'm reading, you know, to take away the message that Lord wants me to, to receive right. that day. Um, but there's two, you know, I got a Bible on my phone too, and it gives me a verse every day. It, it sends me a verse. And, uh, there's too many times in my life where I was praying about something or upset about something, confused about something, and then have either the verse come through on my phone that directly ties into whatever conflict was going on with me. Just answers and and i think I've, I've been trying to learn to quiet my brain down so that i can hear them mm -hmm. you know because i think the answers were always there and always given to me i just was distracted not listening not paying attention kind of it, it's like having the kid and you tell him you know quit running through the house da, 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 da. kid runs through the house you know 
da, 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 quit running through the house. The third time through, you know, you stick your foot out, trip them. I told you to quit running through the house. You know, this is why. Uh, sometimes I didn't listen well, and I'm I'm just trying to to quiet my mind. I, I've been trying meditation. That's been good. It's hard to really like take all thoughts out of your head. Is really yeah. difficult to do, yeah. man. And I, I've been practicing really I can hard do it for at about it. three seconds. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like I know it's yeah. something you got to continually work on. To build your mind off. is like mine. We're mm -hmm. we're always like multi-firing a yeah. thousand different things at, at one time uh I'm, I'm getting better at it but i i've learned i've noticed the quieter i can make my head sometimes the clearer the answers are that i get you know i i don't want to guess about anything you know like i i want to know i i want to hear your voice lord like i want to hear it thunder off in my mind boom this is what i'm telling you to do right like but I also know that if I'm distracted and not paying attention and I'm not making that effort, then, you know, I, I, I won't hear it. You know? Well, it's just, I hear a lot of Christians, you know, on the abortion thing, you know, mm -hmm. life is the most precious thing and, you know, right. you know, and they'll actually, you know, you know, there's been abortion doctors have been murdered, you yeah. know, because, well, if I murder him, I'm saving so many babies right. lives. But at the same time, babies die every day. Right. And it's like, okay, what's going on here then? Right. I think, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's tough, man. Right. That, yeah. Those, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, those it's are confusing. Hard, very confusing. It's just confusing for me as I'm trying to work through things in my head. And I, and I have no idea why it even matters. Right. I, I don't know why. These are just little things that bug me. I think like, some of the answers we're not going to get until the end. Yeah. You know, I, I think some of it is probably because uh, maybe we're just, our brains are simplistic and we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to even comprehend it anyways. Um, but, but there definitely is a design to life and there's a reason for it. Why some things happen, I, I don't know. I wish they didn't. like it's know. this weird balance with all things, right? Right. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction, mm -hmm. right? So if the there's life, there's death, right? Right. Good, evil, light, dark. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I just know if like one of my kids was in trouble, if there was a chance something bad could happen to them, I'd do everything tooth, right. claw, and fang to save their life to prevent them from being hurt. And we're all God's children. This is where all this shit is Maybe so he confusing does, though, to me. You know what I mean? Because there's still like free will, right? So you can do, and, and this is a conversation I had <laughs> with my brother, who's a minister, and thank God, because, man, I, I ask him a lot of questions like this. Well, maybe we need to bring him on here. I, you know, he, have, he said he'd come on. I'd have these conversations. It'd be, a, it'd be a fun one to have. Again, I'm an idiot. I am not versed in the Bible. I barely have a fucking... Brief he's, understanding of religion. He's helped okay. me a lot. But he's ministered to me a lot. I ask him a lot of questions, things like that. Um, he's been on this journey with me, you know, yeah. that that I've been on lately. So it's it's been great to have him there. Um, but we were talking about fatherhood. You know, he's got kids and just, you know. Um, and not that I would expect him to come on here and say, 
this is the answer to your question like it's a math problem. I, no. I understand he doesn't have the answers. Either. Not all of them. No. Some of them he does. Some of them he well, don't. He may Some have of them he'll answer. have his interpretation he, yes, of. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He may right. have his answer, right. but nobody knows. Right. Nobody knows. You only know what was written, right? And well, I mean, you're only interpreting. It's your interpretation. Right. It's your perception of the text. I guarantee you, we take your Bible, and we take a thousand people that are very well versed in mm -hmm. it. We're going to get a thousand different answers to any verse you pull out of there and say, what's the meaning of this? Almost. Not not all. Because there are some things that are black and white in there, too, like the crucifixion. And you know what I mean? These are but just we just went over why historical why events. Why was it allowed but, to happen? Right. Why did the people line the street? But there's not? a lot of historical events that's in there that, you know, they're proven with archaeology now. Like, I and just I, watched it. So No, when I say, I'm saying interpretations of what did God mean when he right. said this in this verse. This is what, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, did this event take place? Right. Did he well, rise Well, I was saying, like, third? he would have some answers, like things that are historical events that you know they're black and white in there that this happened then there's things that will be that he and his interpretation right right uh the way he understands them he's i don't know he he's a teacher right that that's what he is so that that's the job that god called on him to do so i think i i trust in that a lot that if if god called him to be a teacher then god's given him the but again, the we could take a thousand people, you know, and we're going to get in different interpretations of different but verses. But you're not going to ask meaning. a thousand people that day that you have a question. You're going to ask one person, and right, you're going to get one it's answer. Not, but I've asked. Should be the one you're supposed I, to hear. Even at my wife's grandmother's funeral, I pulled yeah. the pastor aside. I said, what do you think about this verse? And he gave me, I, it's not just, it's not like I've never asked these yeah. questions. I used to work with uh, another gentleman. As a minister, and I would ask him shit all the time too. What does this mean? What does that mean? What's your and trust me, there's different interpretations sure. of how they feel. But, but maybe, all these people were called on. Maybe you were hearing what you were supposed to hear at that time, and and it's been an evolution in the way you think or possibly. see things. That see th this is what I'm trying to say. I don't believe in random. So I believe when you ask someone something. You're gonna get the answer that you're you're meant to hear then, yeah. and you know it it may evolve and change yeah. throughout your life because your understanding or appreciation or your ability to understand changes. You yeah. know, like we were talking, my brother and I earlier about fatherhood and kids, and you know he's he's got a family, and it's like like you said a little while ago, if if one of your kids had the potential to be hurt, like you would do everything you could. But you can't stop your kids from being hurt, right? So to up up till like twenty years old, you have a lot of control. Okay, right. and, and I and get once tell. they're an adult, we're not talking about. I'm talking when my kids. Yeah, my can't fend my for themselves. Year, my year old at that time, son flipped over on a a rocking horse and damn near put his eyeball. But out. you're I not didn't prevent it. You're not God though. But you were using that as an example right, of I'm saying, the father and his children and you being so, a father and your children. and So now you're saying God only has the amount of control over us that we have oh, over I'm, our I'm saying kids. the way I understand it is we have a lot of free will. And he, he teaches us lessons. He tries. Mm -hmm. But we don't always listen any more than your kids always listen to everything you told them because you didn't want them to get hurt. You might have told your son, don't climb that tree in the front yard because you know, you're going to fall and get hurt. And then the one time, you know, you're busy doing something, 
kid climbs a tree, falls on, breaks his arm. I, I don't know. I mean, I was in the hospital a lot with broken bones. Um, but because if I, didn't I had, follow my if I had magical powers like right. Superman, and I had eyes all seeing, I'd yeah. swoop out there right through the wall and catch him. And hey, man, I told you, you almost broke your leg. You know, like. But what would he do the next day? He'd be climbing the tree again. You know, it's it's and the I would lesson. And catch him falling again it's, too. It's the and lesson I, of of falling to learn not yeah. to, right? And to learn to well, listen. You listen to your parents. Eventually, you get to the point where evil can evil. You know, didn't seem like he ever learned he was, his lesson. He was a prodigy, away. but uh, I think as we get older, we learn to to listen to our parents better, right? Um, because we're starting to understand, like, all right, they're telling us this not because they're an asshole, but because they care, and they know that if they're saying this, they're probably right. There probably is a potential I'm going to get hurt, and I don't want to get hurt, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I, I think our relationship with God's similar. You know, yeah. I I don't know, man. I'm not I I'm not a rabbi. I know you're it's not. Just, uh, I'm just bouncing just ideas. Kind of what I'm, I've I'm trying read to and, work this out in my right. own mind in real time too. Sure. You know, I'm trying to. It's complicated. Figure out how you know. I understand it and how I feel about these complicated subjects. Because there's some things in there that really shocked me, especially this go through, and I thought, you know, man, this. Uh, tree hugging, hippy dippy way of viewing things that. You know, I learned in Bible school as a kid, like, it's not exactly that way. There's, man, there's a little bit of everything in that book, you know, there's, it, it's brutal. There's just some really brutal yeah. parts in there. And, you know, I, I guess uh, it mirrors real life really well. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying this read through. I, I told my brother earlier, I'm about done and then I'm going to start over because obviously, I, you miss so much. There's there's just so much to it, and See, there's so much richness in those stories that you know. But you told your kids not to climb that tree, right? Right. Why hasn't God come back and said, "Hey, shit, knock it off"? I think He does. See, I mean, that, I, I mean, I, to me, second coming, you know, like oh, coming here yeah. and saying, "Knock your shit off." That's the prophecy of what's to come. Right, God's people fell away, at least in the Christian belief, so that other people would have access, and then you know the second coming, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I, I think some of it's just beyond my ability oh, to comprehend it. it. You know, but I get it. And again, I'm not looking for answers. I, I think there's here. a I'm, lot. I'm of, just bouncing shit off yeah. here too. I think there's to. just a lot. I think we're we're meant to to learn, and you know, some of us do. Some of us learn harder than others, and you know, you fall and you break a lot of bones before you learn not not to climb the goddamn tree. You know, so. And I and I I understand that yeah. we like faith right that's yeah. a big part of it right you're supposed to have faith in this faith thing that if you do the right thing essential yep. you know you're going to be rewarded because it's not about what you have here it's what you do here right that is supposed to reward you and the belief in of, the end right this is temporary it is fleeting right. it's short and and believing in something when there's really not when you can't prove it right when yeah. when there's no reason to really believe that that that's what faith is um and that's essential 
to Christianity for sure, you know. It's weird how this reward based system works in all things, right? Yeah. Like like getting up and going to work, you're rewarded with a paycheck and you have but you have these internal rewards of doing a good job and you're satisfied that mm -hmm. it, it's weird how these reward systems work right. in our own bodies and minds that you know, when I have a good workout, you know, how good I feel afterwards. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kinder, you know, and I, I listen better and I'm I'm more compassionate and I'm more giving. It's kind of in your DNA, huh? Right. Yeah. It's weird Right how, at a cellular level. Right. It's, it's yeah. weird how these reward programs are wired into us. Yeah. To do better, to create. Yeah. And it's, hmm. like, it's like once we figured out that creating thing and that reward... We created more and we created like the wheel, right? Yeah. Turn the wheel. Well, well, shit. We can put a wagon on the wheel. Now we can move right. stuff, you know, or a wheelbarrow, whatever one they, yeah, they utilize the wheel for. How you it know? evolved, you know? Yeah, and then right. it's like, oh, I can move this easier. Well, now I can move, you know, wood, and you know, I can. Yeah. And then we just kept evolving, evolving, yep. creating, evolving, and creating. And then there was like a period where we kind of got into destruction phase, right? So right. Like. like Genghis Khan, right? Where it's just raping oh, yeah. and pillaging and destroying and I don't know how much innovation was happening in that period of time. Um, with weaponry, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess, yeah. So um yeah, you really yeah, want chainmail, didn't you? I, <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching uh, a lot of documentaries. Lately I tried to unplug from some of the, the basic media because there was just so much going on with Twitter and, you know, Elon and just uh man, yay. Oh, you know or, I want you to Whatever finish your thought real quick, and but then I want to come back to those, that. So the the uh, documentary, one, yeah, into. one of the one of the innovations that had happened with Europe that just man, they they got to be uh, kick ass was the longbow, and how at that time there was a lot of crossbows being used, and um, the longbow just man, they could shoot way further and a lot okay. heavier arrow that would penetrate chainmail things like that. So. Um, just that innovation and how it changed warfare. And uh, there was another one about like the English language and where it came from. It was pretty interesting that it was, it was actually a mixture of like tribal barbarian type language and Northern Britain and French. And it was a hybrid of the two together for the people that lived in the middle that just, they called it the common tongue, but in the sentence structure was put together like German. And and it was that combination, that blending over time evolved into the English language that is, I, I think now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the most predominant language on, on the globe now. Is mm. It's the most spoke language in the world. I would think. And, and it started from, you know, some nomadic tribes and, and French. And the people in the middle that were trading back and forth and kind of blended this language all together with with the sentence structure of German, you know. Huh. Because, like, before they, they put more emphasis on, like, the ending of a sentence. It, it was weird the way you understood the sentence itself. And, and, like, in English it was the beginning and the end where the emphasis of, you know, the man ran across the road, huh. you know. Um, it was just really interesting. Was, I, I did not know that. You know, I mean, huh. I knew English evolved from yeah, Europe. You know, and 
but I, yeah, I had no either. idea. It was like just yeah, watching lots of civilizations that were here and gone, and you know how they fell. And it's like I, I watched one about Sparta, and you know because we've all seen like three hundred, yeah. and yeah. the Spartans are the most badass fighting force. <laughs> Where are they? You know, and honestly, they they kind of they faded out because they they couldn't create enough Spartans. The hmm. bar was so high, you know, like well, it was an elite class of those fighters and, and a lot of the other people down the tier were like slaves and they started to, to rely more heavily on the slaves fighting because they didn't have, you know, at one time there was over 10,000 Spartan soldiers. And then, you know, towards the end, there was like a thousand, you know, and they're going to war. And now instead of sending, you know, a couple hundred in each brigade of, you know, would have a couple hundred Spartans too. Now there's one, you know, one mm -hmm. true Spartan with a bunch of slaves and, and eventually they just, it was depopulation, <laughs> which they, they couldn't recover from, you know. Huh. And eventually uh, they got their ass kicked and then right. the slaves revolted and said, we're not ever going to be enslaved again. And that was the end. Hmm. There was no more Spartan soldiers. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you brought up Tim Pool. I watched a video from him today. Man, I, he's yeah. going through a lot of shit right now. Yeah, he is. Have you seen these people coming out and doing videos and shit about him? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah I feel bad for him. Yeah, really he could, he's getting raked over the coals over that. You know, I, I watched the original. I, I was watching the live stream when when that all happened with Yay. You know, I'm not even talking and, about that. I'm talking about leaving, like but, Adam coming out and doing that live stream and, you know, like airing all this laundry right. and then his former engineer coming out and doing that live stream See, the other I, night. I, to and me, I thought they were all kind of tied together. If once there was a little blood in the water, well, here Adam, comes all the problems. Adam did his but thing Adam was first. Yeah, yeah, was yeah that was yeah. Thanksgiving or the yeah. day after, <laughs> right around there. <clears throat> and just yeah, he's, <clears throat> he's getting pretty beat Was up. it last night? What? It might have been, no, night before, yeah. his engineer was on another live, his former yeah, engineer throwing was throwing him under the bus. Yeah. I, not really throwing him under the bus, but I think definitely taking advantage, I don't know. It's But like he said, it's, you know. Then I watched him do a yeah. thing there, and I'm just like, you're, what is he, like 35? Uh, yeah, he's right around there, mid-30s, yeah. Dude, I was not in any position at 35 to run a multi-million dollar no. media. I give him credit, man. Like, you know, he's successful, you know. And then and these people that come out and, like, try to, I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to make a name for themselves because he's seen, getting so much success. Yeah, sure. Well, and that's I'm, what he says. You know, everyone tries to take it or piggyback off of it. People right. that were family that, you know, hey, I'm real close. And, like he said, they're, they're people that, you know, you barely even know. And everyone's trying to say they've been your best friend or because everyone wants to write a book or tell their story and make money, you know. And I don't know him yeah. at all. I don't know him other right. than I've watched him since yeah. the beginning, since yeah. him and Adam were the only two on the show, right. right? And I don't know why people are so quick. Like, his personal life is his fucking personal life. Yeah. What do I give a shit? I'm there... Care. I'm there because the you're a political analyst or... I, I'm just trying to get his I mean? take because like, yeah. I think he has... A fair. pretty good center yeah. look at mm -hmm. both sides. Right. Now, some could argue maybe he does call out one side a little more than the other. 
But I don't see him being a Republic, fan of the Republican Party no, at all. No. And I think the only reason they go so hard on the Democrats is because of the shit they're going giving on, them, right? They're giving them the meat and caters right. right now to do it, right. right? But he calls out. But I think if it was Republicans doing what the Dems have been doing, right. he'd be calling them out just as hard. Right. You know? If if not, maybe even a little harder. Because I think, you know, he's... I, I think he's more center, probably center left a little bit, but I, I like his show. To me, he just seems to have the best, one of the best kind of, like you said, fair. I, yeah. I think he's fair. Right. And, and I think he stands by his convictions. I, I think when he says he thinks something, it's because he really does believe that. Whether he's right or not, and, you know, time will tell, but I, I do believe that he believes that. And I like it because he's not over hyperbolic with shit, right, right? Right. He's I think he's just like, hey, this is what's going on, you know, it could be this bad, but I'm thinking it's this, you know, he's not out yeah. there Alex Jones in it, you know. Right. And that's that's why I listen to him. Yeah. I think it's a good just balanced, calm demeanor, just mm -hmm. talking about what's going on. Trying to work his way through right. it. And, you know, and, and he will I I respect him. He you know Different times where he's been proved wrong, like he he'll come out and say, hey, "I was wrong about this." He can't be right you know? about everything. No, it's just his opinion. Right. And for people to come out and be like, "Oh, he's wrong about this and he's wrong about that," well, you sit down for fucking yeah. three hours, five, six hours a day, every day. You know, you going know? over news and reporting, you're, you're not, gonna get shit wrong. Yeah, you're not. Gonna it's be, okay to be wrong. He's not a robot. You know what I mean? He's not out there peddling it. Right. Though, as intentionally putting false information out there as fact to try to manipulate right. people in a direction. Yeah, I, I okay. got a lot of respect for right. her pool. And, um, yeah, I just think it's so disingenuous for people to try to... Yeah, and I think there's a little put blood their in the water. Own, their own personal finance, their own right. personal persona ahead of yeah. truth. Right. Especially now, yeah, today, a lot when, of dirtiness, man. when we need fair, yeah. balanced, truth, perspective, you know, he, I think he does a good job balancing the guest. I think so. To get yeah. a balanced opinion and get people on there that are informed about specific things sure. to help educate himself. Right. You know. Yeah, I think he tries to self-improve a lot, yeah. you know, to evolve his way of thinking and um, yeah, I, li I like his show. And Ian said the other day, I noticed this. I don't know if you remember in the beginning when he brought Ian on. Like, Ian constantly wanted to fight with him and argue with him, like, about shit. Right. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Ian they was used saying to argue the other, a lot more. Yeah, Ian was saying the other day, like, Tim finally pulled aside. I was like, dude, like, yeah. this isn't a boxing match. Right. Like, we're not here to just yeah, banter like, and just you know, yell he's, and he's fight the, back and forth. He choreographs the show. He's the... Yeah, the director and you know everyone else kind of. I thought that was yeah. an interesting perspective, yeah. a little you know behind the scenes, like yeah, you know like little realness. Yeah, and I think Ian saw there. like, oh, okay, you know, like this isn't you know about him and I arguing. It's not right. Hannity and Combs yeah. here like debating issues. It's right. You know, it's just because I got I got real turned off by that shit myself. Yeah. You know, like they'd start getting into it, and I was like, oh god, like I'm not here for this. Yeah, you I, spend too much time. Like I, I I like listening to you debate back yeah. and forth, but man, when you start getting like argumentative, argumentative, then you're not really, yeah, you're not talking you, 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 facts anymore. It becomes a, a, a 
sideshow, right? Yeah, just an ego, yeah, ego trip, and I, I don't want to watch that I, shit. I, I want the facts, right. you yeah. know, and debate them, you know, the meaning yeah. of them, sure, you know, because uh, like and I, I said, I, Ian, yeah. I've come a long ways with with mm -hmm. Ian, you know. And there I, was a while where he just kind of drove me nuts, and you know, I I've come to appreciate his way of thinking a lot more, and you know, and I and I've. I've said that many times here, you know, yeah. that I, I really appreciate his perspective. And this wasn't this wasn't a jab at Ian by any means. Right. I'm just saying it, it was neat. Yeah, because it was one of the conversations with me and you talking about that. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, but Ian always wants to, man, he just goes off. And I, like I'm, and you're like, listen, though, slow down and just, you know, hear him out. And, and I, I said, you know, you're right. I, I probably shouldn't be so judgmental. We need and, those alternate perspectives. Yeah, right. We need to have. It's important. We, I don't. And you know challenge why? Those ideas. And you know, you know? why? Because I lived in an echo chamber for so long. Right. Right. I didn't even want to hear any opposition other than someone validating my own opinions and my right. own views. And it was so ignorant of me. Yeah. That now I appreciate the shit out of listening to other mm -hmm. opinions and other views. Right. Because it makes me really understand how I think about things. Sure. Not how someone. Yeah, and you know when you challenge the way I think of things, you you, you know you're giving out information that might challenge that. It's either I got to do the hard work, and and double down to make sure that I'm right on yeah. something, or I have to evolve the way I see it and adopt it. You know, alternative way of thinking about it. So either way, it's it's a win-win for me. Right. Right. To, to it, do that, so it's easy to live inside that echo chamber. Yeah, but am I gonna sit out here and call others out for doing the same yeah. thing? It's pretty I, hypocritical. I like stepping out of my comfort zone yeah. now with with that kind of stuff. So yeah, and, I, and that's why I appreciate those perspectives. Doesn't mean I have to agree with them, but the fact that I can be open minded enough to sit there and just listen to it. Yeah, mm, that's, that's that show's been through you know? a lot lately, man. Like. To me, it just seemed like there's, you know, once there was a little blood in the water, all the little piranhas are starting to circle yeah. and nibble at them, and we'll see. You know. And why? What what benefit comes out of calling him out? And uh, you know, uh, you know other than like, you want to sell your book, or right. you wanted to some bring publicity. attention to your show right. to try to grow your show bigger, and it's right. like with Yay when he walked just, out on him like that. Yeah. To me, you know, I was watching it. And yeah, I, I thought this is staged. Come on, this has to be like you know there is no bad publicity, right? There's just publicity, but but then man, he went on Alex Jones and like, oof, I, I don't know, like I'm only an hour through their interview. I think wow. an hour and twelve yeah. minutes through the Alex Jones yeah. interview, I still have about two hours to go. You know, because it was a few minutes, uh, you know, because. Look, the the last time he was running, I I just kind of I didn't take it very serious and like yeah whatever I, I wouldn't vote for this guy if my life depended on it but you know this go around I thought again I'm I'm trying to evolve and just give people that ability to talk Let, yeah. let's hear what you have to say so he's on pool and he's talking and for a couple minutes he kind of he has my attention he yeah. really does he said a couple things and I'm like you know that actually makes sense like. I'm I'm surprised I'm as plugged into this as I am. Like, okay, all right, you you got me. Elaborate, go on. And instead of you know closing the deal, he, he gets up and he walks out, and I'm like, you know, there you go. Now now you lost me, dude. Like, you you had a fair chance to sell this candidacy to me, 
and now you, you're going to be an ass and walk out like that. Like, yeah, I don't care if Tim challenged you or not. You know, then argue it out. You that know, debate been the it. Point of it, right? Yeah, it should have been the whole point to to Why? be able to show. Look, if you can't debate a little bit like that for more than 27 minutes without running away, like how how are you gonna? Get on national stage. And, yeah, and deal with Putin or anyone else yeah. in the world that... You know. I never took his run seriously. No. I, I never. For, I, I don't know. I think he's trying to... I assume this is... I, I don't even think this is about running. I think this is about his brand. Yeah, trying, I, I don't know if he's just trying to, like... I There's some wild conspiracies out yeah. there. I, I, I haven't even landed on one yet. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I, I There's... Five or six different real strong conspiracies that it, it could be, and I, I've kind of floated them. I haven't even landed on one yet. I, I'm not even deep enough down that rabbit hole to figure this out of what I, I really know, believe. Yeah. I, it, it's a mess. It is. It's a mess. And, you know, like. Because I, I thought I, after hearing him on Lex Friedman toward yeah. the end, I thought Lex had kind of swayed him. Like, right. The language he was using wasn't good, you know. Right. Like. This isn't good for society. There's a lot of young people that look up to you and follow you. And when you're out here saying this shit, it could cause them to go maybe commit violence against a certain pop right. segment of the population. And I thought he was kind of like, okay, you know, I could see that. And then it's like he doubled down yeah. now. And I'm like, you know, like, you completely lost me. Like, yeah, you completely just, lost this, me. This and then the shit he was saying on Alex bizarre. Jones, like, wow way out there i'm just yeah. like dude you you so lost me even trying and then to he had that whole you know the the swastika in the middle of the star of david and now there's people saying well that technically is about this other religion and that that's about aliens and I, I don't know i i don't know what the hell's going on um i i need more time to 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 tune out what to tune into what I think my conspiracy... There's a conspiracy there. <laughs> there's not a doubt in mind. I just don't know which one yet, because there's... This is bizarre, man. And and I think it's a lot deeper than just, well, he's bipolar. You know, I'm bipolar, man. I have mood swings. I get it. Uh, yeah, I think he cracked, but, snapped. Yeah, like, that's not bipolar. That's, that I is almost know. like a, a complete mental breakdown. Because he doesn't but, seem like he's the same... When he was on Rogan, he's, yeah. he doesn't seem anything like... When I heard him on Lex, but then man, when you see on pool, on pool it's like progressive. Before like the cameras were on, he was different. So right. that almost leads me to believe that this is strategic. That there's something he's trying to, either he's trying to really hurt everyone that made money off of him that had kind of tagged on to him, mm -hmm. and he's just burning his image to the ground. To to, to you know, yeah. I don't know. There, there's a couple conspiracies I've heard that could be. I know this. Yeah. I'm not voting for the guy for president, though. Like, yeah, I think that bid is done. I, I don't think. Oh, I never even entertained it. In there's, the you know, Pool did, and he said, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he can right. win. Even after he had been on Pool's show, he he kind of stuck up for him and said, I actually believe this guy might be able to do this. And and even he came on and said, yeah, not now, no, not after that meltdown on Jones's show, like yeah. that, pretty much put the nails in the coffin on that one. Like, there's no, but you know, you had was it Milo, Milo there, yeah. and uh, I don't know, man. There's something going on there yeah. that's just it's not. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I don't know. But then they stuck up for Trump on on 
pool so they could have you know said yeah he knew this guy was a white supremacist yeah. and a racist and you know he, yeah they were like you know doing the whole hail hitler thing you know before we eat turkey but why did they take him there knowing that it was going to cause right the press and then turn around and admit trump didn't know who he was yeah. like why'd you throw him a lifeline then like yeah. what is going I on I, it's weird it's man confusing. it's yeah it's i i don't know <laughs> it's politics jesus you know it's like reality tv anymore you know i i do think that you know they said trump broke the wheel and you know i think in some ways he really did yeah. by him pulling off that presidency and being elected like he turned it into like you know the the apprentice yeah it's like a reality show anymore you know i don't know i'm i'm curious to see should be an interesting couple of years. We'll just say that. No doubt. You know, politically, anyways. <clears throat> you know. Well, even fiscally too. Yeah. You know, I mean, fiscally, gonna this is going to be. Economy, you know, this is going to be crazy, like scary crazy, like, and that's what I mean. Like politically, it'll be kind of a fun crazy, just to kind of yeah. watch like the shit happen that you never thought you'd see in your life. But uh, yeah, fiscally, I'm. I don't, man, I'm, I'm nervous, you mm -hmm. know, like, I'm, I'm, I just don't think things are going to go in a good direction for a while. And I, I don't think we've hit the bottom of this yet. I think no it's going to get, no you way. know, I, I bought, we might've just started coming out of 08 and right. 19. Yeah. And, yeah, and this, and I think is going to be worse. And you figure the crash of 08 really starts somewhere around 06, 07 yeah. is when it's really started right. picking up steam. So if you can f consider 19, we had probably really got yeah. this bitch running back on the tracks, right? Up to yeah. speed. So that tells you, by that model, forecasting yeah. by that model, like, yeah, you're not even close to hitting the bottom. And this was even... I, I could tell you, I, I went to the store and I got my son some uh, apple juice. Yeah. It's like a gallon of apple juice. It was like over $8. <clears throat> I said, holy shit, that's expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, that is double of what it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. You know, I couldn't believe it. It's just, wow. And, you know, like, every time I go to the store and I buy just a few things, and it's just the bill's higher and higher. And, and just, yeah, it's it's a little unnerving. Mm -hmm. to just, I, I think things are going to get rough, man. I really believe that in my heart. Things are going to get worse. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, I can't see. This just doesn't turn around no. in a year. And I don't care who you elect as president. No, you're not it, You're not flipping this over no. right no, away. It, no. It, and people want to give Trump all the praise for the great economy in 19, but it's like, <clears throat> you got to understand, right. the, Obama had you know, has to have some credit for that too. Cause sure. he got, you know, cause he, you know, you could say the, but it's not an administration's economy. No, it's just things got better or worse while they were there. No, they granted, they influence could, it a little they, bit. Yeah, a little sure. bit. No doubt. I'm not sure. saying, I'm not giving them a free pass, but at the same time, but it's I'm not also not economy. naive that just cause Trump got in there all of a sudden in a year and a half, right. everything was fabulous. I think he did some good there things. There was momentum building sure. and he caught, the ride at yeah, the right I mean, time, and he just, was able to add to you're that. Riding the wave, right? Right, right. 
and and I think he did some good things. I think did he bring some jobs back here? Yeah, I, I do believe he did. Right. I think he strong armed companies that have been taking advantage of the system for a while, and he he muscled them and and brought some jobs back here. I think he had a good impact. Was it his economy? No, I agree with you. You just it's a roll of dice, man. You know, the pendulum of the economy swings back and forth, and you're either the president when it's good or you're the president when it's bad. Like you said, I do agree. They you can know. make some adjustments. It can sure. have minor effects, but in the grand scheme of things, right. you know, I, I don't think it has as much of an impact as they no. try to sell it as. No, I don't. I don't. I agree. You know, it's, it's not the president's economy. You right. know what I mean? Like... They, they get to, rewarded or yeah. praised or, or, you know, complained about right. for it. But, yeah, it's, no, it, the economy's a lot more complicated than that. You yeah. know, it's not that simple. It's yeah. just, oh, there's a Republican president. The economy's going to be great now. Right. You know, because, no. you know, the economy had sucked under Republicans at different times, too. Right. You know, it's, right. yeah. I Yeah, it'll be real Real interesting to see 2023. I think that's going to be a, a rough year, you know. Yeah, probably. I mean, no doubt. I think we have about, <clears throat> you know, if history's any indicator, you know, it's probably 10 years before right. we start really gaining momentum again. Yep. Things really get good again. Yeah. And inflation gets under control and wages go up and prices come down. and Yeah. And that's if we don't end up in fucking World War Three, and right, you know, other things that could have a real negative impact and draw this out even right. longer. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. You know, that's if interesting. The times harvest to is live good. In. I don't, I don't even know if the harvest. Yeah, is there going to be like, a drought? Is it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm saying even for like this year, I don't right. know what the harvest was. I don't. Hey. Different parts of the globe have been different. Yeah. You know, there were parts of the country where they said it's, it's from what. I've read that it's great. There's other parts of the country that said, oh, it was terrible. They didn't get the fertilizer that they needed and, you know, the the amount of diesel, the, the expense of that, and just the crops they were getting were, you know, half the bushels they used to. And, yeah, I don't know. It's been very mixed right. reports that I've gotten. Right. So, and I was so. talking more specific to the U.S. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about in the U.S. They yeah. were, yeah. So, yeah, well, interesting times to live in, you yeah. know. I think it's, we we got a couple of really bad years coming ahead of us. They're going to be hard to, you know, just have to buckle down and muscle through it. And, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the human yeah. race has survived worse. Oh, yeah, this... you know, I was just thinking of, you know, some of the, uh, was it the year... 536, I think it is, a catastrophic event happened, and now they believe it was, you know, one of the super volcanoes went off and uh, put us in a nuclear winter, basically, for two years of really no sunshine and, and mass crop failure and, you know, death of lots of animals, and millions of humans died during that time, and... Uh, the bubonic plague kicked off, and I, I did learn something about that. That was uh, cold temperatures is kind of what what kicks that off. Like the the fleas carry this yeah. bacteria in them, but it's only when it's cold does it block off their stomach, 
where you know they start biting everything because essentially they're starving to death and huh. then they pass that that bacteria on huh. and uh you know from, from rats to to humans yeah. and they spread it around but when it's warm you know it was like that's why it had kicked off so bad i think it was they believe it had started in ethiopia because it was a warm climate and once you had that that cooling because of all the dust that was in the air from the volcanic eruption that um the 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 fleas it blocks their their stomach off and they can't just pass that bacteria out in their stool so um and they're starving to death technically so they bite a lot more and it was you know going from from rats to humans the black rats specifically that that kicked it off it's really crazy they were throwing like um x-rays you know of the fleas the ones that were infected yeah. the ones that weren't and it was just really but, wild I but didn't... you know it it still exists today yeah but it's curable right that's why we right. won't have another yeah because yeah, i don't know if most people understand this but yeah yeah, it was just a couple of years ago they had an outbreak in California, and they thought yeah. it was from uh, the ground squirrels yeah. Yeah. in the campground. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah and antibiotics uh, pretty much treat it, so yeah. had, they had antibiotics, and yep. it wouldn't have been. But, man, the deaths of those people, oh, God, the, they were getting blisters in their armpits and in their groins, the big, giant really? blisters, and then they would pop and oh. ooze, but then they'd get gangrene in them, and oh, they'd God. become septic and die. The people were bleeding from their eyes. They said a lot of people was uh, their bile, like, from their stomach just, yeah, having really bad bowel movements, and just, like, it was a really terrible way of dying. High fevers, and yeah, it was... Me and my documentaries, you know. <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah, you know, it to was. Learn. Yeah, it was. It was different. It was a. <clears throat> I definitely learned some shit from it that I I didn't know. You know. And to think, like, to think we still reproduced and we still yeah. survived. Like, so not only did we survive basically a, a a mini ice age and mass famine, and then to come out of it and then survive the plague. And to and and look at the population in the world. Like humans are pretty resilient, you know. That was millions of humans died, but you know enough of us survived that we repopulated. How you know. horny must men have been to pick fleas off women, kissing their neck when they haven't bathed for a month, right. and still wanna oh, procreate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Man, they were talking about one of the tribes that You know they uh, weren't shaving their armpits no, and shit and their legs. No, and like, man. Those, they're wearing all those big clothing yeah. and oh. they were uh one of the, the shows I was watching was the Ottoman, you know, like uh, so they were horse tribe people and uh it was when there was Constant Constantinople, the the city uh -huh. that became instant Istanbul, Istanbul. Okay. Eventually, uh, but how they were they were horse people. Basically, they were like um, experts in breeding horses and things like that. But uh, a lot of the tribes around there were just like the Chinese described them as just being gross because they wouldn't bathe and they would never wash their clothes. And their the funny thing was like their their plates. Uh, they would mm -hmm. clean them by having the women lick them clean. And, like, the Chinese were just, 
horrified by these like barbaric gross people and uh then during a time during an, a volcanic eruption and you know the sun being gone for a year or two um their population got really beat down by some of the other tribes people because they bred cattle well horses are a lot more sensitive than what they can eat than cows are so a lot of their horses starved to death because there just wasn't good grass for them to eat so they started migrating and they're getting their ass kicked by these other tribes that had cows because cows are more resilient to being able to eat shitty grass and they digest it better and they were pulling dung apart and it was mm -hmm. like the dung horse dung was very fibrous you could tell the grass isn't digested nearly as well as like the cattle dung and because it pushed them south eventually they got into areas where the greener pastures and they repopulated their their strength and that's how they ended up attacking that uh roman city and, and turning it into Istanbul. However you pronounce it, in Istanbul. Really? Yeah, it was pretty. But it was all, the events all started from losing the sun for two years and all the grass dying. Like, had that not happened, like, even that, like, and they were saying, like, when you have these catastrophic events, like, sometimes you don't see how things, it takes a hundred years for everything to play out the way, you know, the effects of that. Could take a hundred years to show. Really, I was like, "Wow!" So when you were talking about like the economy, you know, for ten years, like absolutely, you know, it sometimes it takes a long time for these things to to unfold. Man, I've watched some great documentaries lately, though, just fascinating stuff. You know, I'm just trying to see what humans look like in the 1500s. You know, I think it depends on where yeah, in the world, right. you know. That's why I just did like a general, you yeah. know, like. The one I was watching this morning was about, you know, harems and they they don't even pronounce it harem. Like I always heard it was pronounced harem and that was your, you know, bunch of women that you had yeah. and it was, it's uh, harem, harem, huh. I think is the, the real I, I I didn't know that. Like those girls were like, they were taught they were slaves, you know. And and when you were beautiful enough, you were brought into the harem, and then you they would teach you how to bathe, when to bathe. And one of the uh, there was a uh, a queen, one of the queens from Europe, had sent an organ over as a gift to the princes over. I think it was Turkey at that time, and. She sent an engineer over to to set it up, and he was he was watching them through a window and and uh, describing what they looked like. And he said the the pants were so thin it was like you could see their skin through it. He said he was staring so hard that all the women were so beautiful that eventually it must have been a guard come over with a staff uh -huh. and like beat it on the ground in front of them, like <laughs> turn your head and go away. Yeah, he probably about got his ass beheaded for that, you know. Humans are just so weird. Yeah, man. it's just like, crazy. Like harems of, and then you know you talk about the animal kingdom, right? Yep. Like elk have a harem. Yeah. Of cows, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's so weird. Yeah. But then, well, they wanted the uh, the sultan to have the best of the best, to have the best life, so yeah. the best women and multiple women, and you know, 
he, he said uh, was it polygamy was was it's okay for them to do it, but it was actually kind of rare, which was something I didn't know. I I figured it was really common in that area of the world that lots of them had you know up to four wives and then lots of concubines. Uh, but actually, it was kind of rare. A, a lot of people, even though legally they could do it and the religion was okay with them doing it, a lot of them didn't. Well, you'd think from an economic standpoint, right. it wouldn't be feasible for most people to have four exactly. separate families. Yep. And you got to feed all those people and you have to clothe all those people yeah. and house all those people. And it's like. And we're showing like the, the concubines, the differences when. When they would become impregnated by the sultan versus like the queen, you know, his wife, and how they didn't even have rights with the children the same as the mother did if you were, you know, married to the sultan, one of his wives, huh. and had his child, you had more rights over your child than one of the concubines did. So it was, that was really crazy, just, you know, to see the way the world is right. different, so different in different places. Yeah, no and, doubt. You know, and it still is. Still is. <laughs> yep. Still is. Well, we're about two hours deep in this. Yeah. I All think right. it was a good one. Let's call know. it a day. Yeah. I got shit to do. Do your like, subscribe, subscribe. Yes, please like, subscribe, share, thumbs up, bell. <laughs> follow us on all the yeah. socials. Just hit the thumbs up, man. Just yeah. leave a comment down below. Yeah. Uh, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, Rumble. Any place. Yeah. Just about all Minds. Yeah. Yep. Let us know what you guys think. Thanks, guys. Peace and love.